Hi, my name is Alondra Fopo, and I'm a junior here at Rutgers, and my majors are political science and human resources. Hello, my name is John Buchers, and I'm currently in my second year at Rutgers University with the goal to major in human resource management and minor in real estate. Hi, my name is Taylor Aldridge. I'm a current Rutgers University student. I'm a junior, and I'm majoring in human resource management and minoring in psychology. So today we will be um, talking to three guests about their experiences with perception and individual decision making to give our listeners some insight on how these situations play play out in real life. Uh, All three of our guests have experience working for organizations where they are required to make smart decisions on the fly. And all three of these guests also use their uh, their intelligence of perception to help them make all these decisions while they're at work. Now, perception, um, it's a process in which uh, we organize and interpret sensory impressions to give meaning to our environment. Um, The link between perception and individual decision-making, decision-making would be choices among two or more alternatives. Um, It occurs when there is a problem and our perception will answer the question um, in the end. So our perception process will ultimately answer the problem. Uh, Alondro, do you know what the halo effect is? Yeah, so when we have our perception on people, we make judgments about others. So there's a halo effect and a horns effect. So a halo effect is a positive impression and there's a negative impression. But there's also two other ones where it's called selective perception and stereotyping, which John will explain further. Um, Yeah, so selective perception is the tendency to interpret what one sees interests, background, experience, and attitudes. And stereotyping would be judging someone and placing them in a spot where you don't know really know much. You don't know much about them, but you're just already assuming things about them, which is a negative side uh, side of perception. Uh, Taylor, what what do you think about the organizational constraints there are uh, pertaining to perception? Um, pertaining to perception, or uh, certain organizational constraints include individual differences, personality, gender, mental ability, cultural differences, um, and those are all the constraints that occur in an organization. Um, lastly, creativity is the ability to produce novels and useful ideas, and now we are going to present our interviewees. So this is my roommate slash friend, Abby, and she's going to introduce herself right now. Hi, my name's Abby, um, and I'm Alondra's roommate, and I also work at Cafe West. So how do you like working at Cafe West? Um, so far, Cafe West is a pretty good, steady work environment for someone who's also taking college classes and trying to make some money um, in the meantime. I have coworkers who are also fellow students and When it's quiet, we get to converse with one another about the work environment, how our classes are going, and our managers are pretty understanding of our school schedule. Moving on to my second question, what are the factors that affect the influence of the workplace for you? Um, Factors that influence of the influence of the workplace for me, I guess you could say is like the mentality and the attitudes that people come in with. I have two coworkers who aren't um, student workers. They're full-time workers at Cafe West, and they have a more serious mentality um, when being at Cafe West of how things should be run. And it kind of, um, you know, helps you stay on task and helps you stay focused, because even though you might be doing part-time shifts there, it's still a job. And all of our tasks relate to one another. So if one of us is lacking, that's hurting somebody else in a different way. And then there's that other kind of mentality where you're with people 
who are in your same age group and are doing part-time classes and just to know to take the job not too seriously but you know do the best you can and kind of had fun with it. So I see that you mentioned age group. Can you explain further? Do you feel like if you're in, from an older age group, you're taking this job more seriously rather than the college students? Is that what I'm hearing? Yes, um, I definitely do think I have some coworkers who are freshmen, sophomore. If you're a student worker, you're not taking it too seriously. Most of the time, I'm just standing by a register, scanning people's food and, you know, making sure their meal swipes get processed thoroughly. And for the full-time workers... They take the job seriously because they are there for longer hours. Um, they do get a good amount of breaks and they get there before opening. So they stock up the entire place. Um, they're behind the line closing and working in with the kitchen and also talking to our manager, Scott, about how things are going to be run and when shipments are coming through. So in a way, they have more to handle than we can see at first glance. And for most of the student workers, we clock on and we head to the register and we do our portion and an average shift would be about four hours. Nice, so I like how you talked about mentality and attitude. So let's move on to your, like your decision-making because what do you would say would be your perception of work when you're making decisions at work? If I had to make an individual decision at work, somebody's over a meal swipe and you know, I accidentally pressed the wrong button. Most of the time, if I had a more serious mentality or followed the serious influences at work, uh, many of my full-time workers would probably be like, stop what you're doing. Even though there's a huge long line, go find our manager, Scott, to help fix it. And knowing in a sense that the job isn't too serious, but you have to obviously follow the rules. I kind of would probably press like just a meal swipe button if they're 50 cents over or a dollar over for like the meal package because it helps a student cover that money if they go over the $10 limit and like let them through so I can continue to address the other people in the line. And I think that's where people differ because you can either look at it where I need to stop every relaxed mentality that I take and that influence, you know, it helps smooth things up faster and lets a worker decide, all right, when's it right to make something super duper serious and when is it okay to make it all relaxed. I'm glad you touched upon this, like your workplace policies affecting your decision-making. Other policies you feel like do affect your decision-making at the workplace? One policy um, that I do think affects our decision-making is we apparently have to take a break no matter, like if your shift is four hours or more, like you have to take a break. And in the end, even if you don't take a break, from what I've heard, I believe $4 comes out of your paycheck and to account for food. Um, so let's say you don't even clock out. And most students, they make up for that because they have a meal plan. But other students who don't have a meal plan, they're losing that $4, um, whether they want to take a break or not, because they're supposed to be giving you a break and giving you the opportunity to get food. And it, this affects me in how I go about my workday, because it makes me think of how in a way, not serious the job is because if I'm only working four hours or even three hours, I don't want to take a break. I want to power through. I don't want that $4 taken out of my paycheck. So knowing that money goes out without my permission or without me actually wanting to do so um, shows a disconnect of what I want between um, the corporation that runs Cafe West, um, Rutgers employing, and my needs of just 
do if I really need a break, then I'll take a break. But if I don't, I'd like to keep that money for my. And then on a personal level, how would you feel about this organizational constraint on yourself? And do you feel like you have you can voice it to your upper management? I feel like I've seen multiple times where other um, co-workers of mine, specifically student workers who have talked about instances where money was getting taken out of their paycheck for the $4 break, even though they have a meal plan and our manager just said, oh, you know, you have to let me know that you're using a meal swipe instead of doing the $4 um, break. And for them not to say that to us in the beginning, because I do have one coworker who had this happen to her and she couldn't get the $4 back, which she seemed very invested in wanting to get that money back since she went through almost half a semester with that situation going before she told him, Hey, I've been using meal swipes, not the $4. So in a way she's been losing both losing her meal swipe and the $4. So I do see that constraint, um, just affecting sometimes a negative influence on to coworkers mentality and, you know, people in a way kind of complaining or venting more so about it and trying to address it. Most of the time we just, our managers try to enforce the policies there. They don't have a way to change them or haven't shown that they're looking to change it. So I believe it has to be somebody higher than our manager that needs to be spoken to if we wanted this policy changed. Got it. And so you're saying that your mentality has changed and you feel like, oh, you should have been told this in the in the first place. How do you feel like it affects your decision making like in the workplace? Do you feel like, oh, like, since I wasn't told this, like, do you feel like it had a negative influence on how you behave at work? And do you feel like you, there's a certain behavior that you should, you should have at the workplace? It doesn't necessarily impact directly on my choices or what I'm doing at work. It might lead to, you know, inner sentiments of frustration. And I think it, the only thing it impacts is whether people want, if they feel like they need the break or not, because so do you feel like because this is a job for you, like as a part-time college student, you have that mentality rather if this was, let's say a full-time job and maybe the dream um, job of your choice, like, would you have, would you feel like you have a different mentality or is it more like me before corporation or it can be a little bit of both? I would definitely say it's the part-time, not this, not being the place I want to be at um, kind of mentality. It's more of, stepping stone or something, you know, to just hold down in the middle so I can have the finances to do small things here and there. If it was a dream job in a sense, or even a larger opportunity to pursue something within my intended career field, I think I would be working hard to impress my higher ups or even going a little bit out of my way so I can have that recognition and look for opportunities of how to better myself. We're here I believe you could end up being a student manager, but you're essentially doing relatively the similar things that you would be doing now. You're just trying to make sure everybody else is on task. So it's not too different. And I don't think there would be that many benefits if you tried to look for a bettering position at Cafe West. Most of it's kind of all one plane of success. And it's just do the small job that you have to do. I'm sorry, we should have done this in the beginning, but what do you do at Cafe West? And do you feel like you have a creative role at Cafe West? And if not, or you do, how do you feel like that affects you in the workplace? Um, I don't believe I have a creative role at Cafe West, but some of the um, tasks that I have to accomplish is when we're closing, you know, you sweep up, you wipe down the touch screens. 
Um, occasionally you can be behind the kitchen and you'll be putting the sandwiches in the oven, wrapping the sandwiches up or the bagels and like assembling the cream cheese jelly and then calling those numbers out, handing it to students. You can be at the register scanning and making sure that they follow the meal plan format and the meal package format. Um, and you obviously, you do some stocking. So you stock the chips, you make sure all the, being that I don't have a creative role at Cafe West, it kind of just makes the day more straightforward and less mentally inspiring. A lot of it, you could say is busy work. So in a sense, it's a little bit mind numbing, but like the task is so simple. You can't really complain like, oh, I've been thinking about this issue for hours. It's not something that expands your mental energy. It's more so just small um, physical labor tasks and you get it done and you wait till you clock off. Well, where if you go into a job that's part-time and like I described, not necessarily creatively expressive, but you're thinking, oh, I'm going to do all these great things. You're going to find yourself just counting down the minutes to when your shift's over, hoping for it to be done instead of understanding, hey, this isn't that hard of of a job. All I have to do are simple tasks. So like be a little less stressed out about it. And if you don't have that mentality, you're going to be more frustrated and more upset. Um, I would say understand the policies of your workplace and always be asking your managers how certain and things operate, especially when it comes to your paycheck and how it relates to you. Um, that will help you get a better understanding off the bat instead of potentially being caught off guard when you're like, oh, so this much is getting taken out, even if I don't have a power over it. Because if you go in educated and informed, you'll be properly ready to, you know, stay connected to your own morals and ethics and, you know, follow the ethical guidelines of your job instead of being caught off guard and a little frustrated and confused. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And now introducing our next guest, Julia Martirano. Hi, I'm Julia Martirano. I'm a medical assistant at MediMerge. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just have a few questions for you. Um, One of them, my first one would be, how do you like working at MediMerge? I really enjoy it. I think the environment's a really positive environment. Everybody is welcoming. The staff is good. The patients are always nice. Okay. Good environment. Awesome. And what are the factors that affect the influence of the workplace for you? Um, I would say how the workday goes. It's if, if it's a busy day, it's usually more stressful and I'm find myself running around a lot more. Um, If it's a slow day, I'm able to do things like lab calls that are kind of usually just everything's pushed to the side. And, you know, sometimes if we have a medical emergency, that really influences the workday and how things go. Right. Okay. And what would you say is the connection between your perception of work and your decision making in the workplace? I would say that my perception of work is really positive. I always look forward to going because I really do have a passion for helping people. And that strongly influences my work because I just want to help my patients and I make sure that they have a comfortable visit. So I'll bring them water if they need it. I'll check in with them and I always offer to help. Yeah, that's great. Um, How do your specific differences with the workplace's policy affect your decision making? Um, In my opinion, the medical field, kind of all the policies are very similar. You know, we're 
we're all trained to know things to a certain standard. But from my specific job standpoint, the biggest difference would be with COVID. Beforehand, we didn't have to wear masks. And then in the very beginning of COVID, we wore full PPE and an N95 mask. And now our policies changed back to just a surgical mask around people. And another thing was when COVID was very rapid, we had so many people coming in for COVID tests that it was very difficult to do full vitals on every single patient. So we would do pulse ox and temperatures just on people who are traveling or had an exposure, but if full sick patients came in needing a COVID test, then we would do full vitals on them. But now that we, now that COVID slowed down again, we changed our policies and we do full vitals on every single COVID patient coming in, no matter the reason for their test. Okay. What organizational um, constraints influence your decision-making? Specifically, I can't think of anything for myself, but I know men have more difficulties than a woman does in this field because, for example, men can't do EKGs on females. So when an EKG needs to be done on a female, we tend to have to pull somebody from a different room in order for female to do it. And, you know, sometimes it can scatter and disrupt the floor just so an EKG can be done. Um, and do you feel you ought to behave in a certain way in the workplace due to the rules of the workplace? I like to think I behave in a professional manner, but I'm also able to laugh and joke around with my coworkers or the patients that are there just because it is a very comfortable environment. It's not anything where someone would feel uncomfortable in. So we're all able to have a good time, but also take our work very seriously. Okay. And do you feel that you have an obligation to act in the best interests at your workplace? I think anybody in the medical field should feel obligated to act to their best ability in their job just because, you know, one mistake can be something fatal in the medical field. There's not really room for mistakes, especially dealing with medications and things like that. So I think everybody has to be on top of their game and just be ready for anything. Do you feel like you were able to be creative in the workplace? Um, if so, how or if not? Um, and how does that affect how you feel in the workplace? I think we definitely can be creative in the workplace. I know sometimes we try to find interesting ways to calm a patient, specifically like children. If they're scared in a situation, we'll, you know, let them play with the pulse ox or something just to make them more comfortable. But uh, specifically during holidays, the staff will put like hearts on their uniform for Valentine's Day or something just to make the atmosphere a little bit more fun and welcoming. Um, and lastly, do you feel like you have any input in the workplace and does that voice matter? I personally think I have a strong input in the workplace because I also am a combat medic in the military. So I have a different perspective than some people would in the medical field. And I do get pulled aside to hear my point of view of things or how I was taught something in the military rather than being taught on this side. But, you know, I think everybody's opinion matters in our work um, place specifically. But I think in from an overall standpoint, nurses, doctors and PAs have a stronger input in, say, policies that are created than a medical assistant would. Okay, awesome. Well, you made great points. And I appreciate you very much uh, joining me today. Um, and thank you again. Thank you for having me. And now introducing our next guest, Julia Martirano.
Hi, I'm Julia Martirano. I'm a medical assistant at MediMerge. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just have a few questions for you. Um, one of them, my first one would be, how do you like working at MediMerge? I really enjoy it. I think the environment's a really positive environment. Everybody is welcoming. The staff is good. The patients are always nice. Okay. Good environment. Awesome. And what are the factors that affect the influence of the workplace for you? Um, I would say how the work day goes. It's if, if it's a busy day, it's usually more stressful and I'm find myself running around a lot more. Um, if it's a slow day, I'm able to do things like lab calls that are kind of usually just everything's pushed to the side. And, you know, sometimes if we have a medical emergency, that really influences the workday and how things go. Right. Okay. And what would you say is the connection between your perception of work and your decision making in the workplace? I would say that my perception of work is really positive. I always look forward to going because I really do have a passion for helping people. And that strongly influences my work because I just want to help my patients and I make sure that they have a comfortable visit. So I'll bring them water if they need it. I'll check in with them and I always offer to help. Yeah, that's great. Um, how do your specific differences with the workplace's policy affect your decision making? Um, in my opinion, the medical field, kind of all the policies are very similar. You know, we're, we're all trained to know things to a certain standard. But from my specific job standpoint, the biggest difference would be with COVID. Beforehand, we didn't have to wear masks. And then in the very beginning of COVID, we wore full PPE and an N95 mask. And now our policy has changed back to just a surgical mask around people. And another thing was when COVID was very rapid, we had so many people coming in for COVID tests that it was very difficult to do full vitals on every single patient. So we would do pulse socks and temperatures just on people who are traveling or had an exposure. But if full sick patients came in needing a COVID test, then we would do full vitals on them. But now that we now that COVID slowed down again, we changed our policies and we do full vitals on every single COVID patient coming in, no matter the reason for their test. Okay. What organizational um, constraints influence your decision making? Specifically, I can't think of anything for myself, but I know men have more difficulties than a woman does in this field because, for example, men can't do EKGs on females. So when an EKG needs to be done on a female, we tend to have to pull somebody from a different room in order for a female to do it. And, you know, sometimes it can scatter and disrupt the floor just so an EKG can be done. Um, and do you feel you ought to behave in a certain way in the workplace due to the rules of the workplace? I like to think I behave in a professional manner, but I'm also able to laugh and joke around with my coworkers or the patients that are there just because it is a very comfortable environment. It's not anything where someone would feel uncomfortable in. So we're all able to have a good time, but also take our work very seriously. Okay. And do you feel that you have an obligation to act in the best interests at your workplace? I think anybody in the medical field should 
feel obligated to act to their best ability in their job just because, you know, one mistake can be something fatal in the medical field. There's not really room for mistakes, especially dealing with medications and things like that. So I think everybody has to be on top of their game and just be ready for anything. Do you feel like you're able to be creative in the workplace? Um, If so, how or if not? Um, And how does that affect how you feel in the workplace? I think we definitely can be creative in the workplace. I know sometimes we try to find interesting ways to calm a patient, specifically like children, if they're scared in a situation, we'll, you know, let them play with the pole socks or something just to make them more comfortable. But uh, specifically during holidays, the staff will put like hearts on their uniform for Valentine's Day or something just to make the atmosphere a little bit more fun and welcoming. Um, And lastly, do you feel like you have any input in the workplace and does that voice matter? I personally think I have a strong input in the workplace because I also am a combat medic in the military. So I have a different perspective than some people would in the medical field. And I do get pulled aside to hear my point of view of things or how I was taught something in the military rather than being taught on this side. But, you know, I think everybody's opinion matters in our work um, place specifically. But I think in, from an overall standpoint, nurses, doctors, and PAs have a stronger input in, say, policies that are created than a medical assistant would. Okay, awesome. Well, you made great points. and I appreciate you very much uh, joining me today. Um, and thank you again. Thank you for having me. And now introducing our next guest, Julia Martirano. Hi, I'm Julia Martirano. I'm a medical assistant at MediMerge. Hi, Julia. Thank you so much for joining us today. I just have a few questions for you. Um, one of them, my first one would be, how do you like working at MediMerge? I really enjoy it. I think the environment's a really positive environment. Everybody is welcoming. The staff is good. The patients are always nice. Okay. Good environment. Awesome. And what are the factors that affect the influence of the workplace for you? Um, I would say how the workday goes. It's if, if it's a busy day, it's usually more stressful and I'm find myself running around a lot more. Um, If it's a slow day, I'm able to do things like lab calls that are kind of usually just everything's pushed to the side. And, you know, sometimes if we have a medical emergency, that really influences the workday and how things go. Right. Okay. And what would you say is the connection between your perception of work and your decision making in the workplace? I would say that my perception of work is really positive. I always look forward to going because I really do have a passion for helping people. And that strongly influences my work because I just want to help my patients and I make sure that they have a comfortable visit. So I'll bring them water if they need it. I'll check in with them and I always offer to help. Yeah, that's great. Um, How do your specific differences with the workplace's policy affect your decision making? Um, In my opinion, the medical field, kind of all the policies are very similar. You know, we're we're all trained to know things to a certain standard. But from my specific job standpoint, the biggest difference would be with COVID. Beforehand, we didn't have to wear masks. And then in the very beginning of COVID, we wore full PPE and an N95 mask. And our policies changed back to just a surgical mask around people. And another thing was when COVID was very rapid, we had so many people coming in for COVID tests that it was very difficult 
to do full vitals on every single patient. So we would do pulse ox and temperatures just on people who are traveling or had an exposure. But if full sick patients came in needing a COVID test, then we would do full vitals on them. But now that we now that COVID slowed down again, we changed our policies and we do full vitals on every single COVID patient coming in, no matter the reason for their test. Okay. What organizational um, constraints influence your decision-making? Specifically, I can't think of anything for myself, but I know men have more difficulties than a woman does in this field because, for example, men can't do EKGs on females. So when an EKG needs to be done on a female, we tend to have to pull somebody from a different room in order for a female to do it. And, you know, sometimes it can scatter and disrupt the floor just so an EKG can be done. Um, do you feel you ought to behave in a certain way in the workplace due to the rules of the workplace? I like to think I behave in a professional manner, but I'm also able to laugh and joke around with my coworkers or the patients that are there just because it is a very comfortable environment. It's not anything where someone would feel uncomfortable in. So we're all able to have a good time, but also take our work very seriously. Okay. And do you feel that you have an obligation to act in the best interest at your workplace? I think anybody in the medical field should feel obligated to act to their best ability in their job just because, you know, one mistake can be something fatal in the medical field. There's not really room for mistakes, especially dealing with medications and things like that. So I think everybody has to be on top of their game and just be ready for anything. Do you feel like you're able to be creative in the workplace? Um, If so, how or if not? Um, And how does that affect how you feel in the workplace? I think we definitely can be creative in the workplace. I know sometimes we try to find interesting ways to calm a patient, specifically like children. If they're scared in a situation, we'll, you know, let them play with the pole socks or something just to make them more comfortable. But uh, specifically during holidays, the staff will put like hearts on their uniform for Valentine's Day or something just to make the atmosphere a little bit more fun and welcoming. Um, And lastly, do you feel like you have any input in the workplace and does that voice matter? I personally think I have a strong input in the workplace because I also am a combat medic in the military. So I have a different perspective than some people would in the medical field. And I do get pulled aside to hear my point of view of things or how I was taught something in the military rather than being taught on this side. But, you know, I think everybody's opinion matters in our work um, place specifically. But I think in from an overall standpoint, nurses, doctors and PAs have a stronger input in, say, policies that are created than a medical assistant would. Okay, awesome. Well, you made great points. And I appreciate you very much uh, joining me today. Um, and thank you again. Thank you for having me.